Welcome to the Free Range Preacher on Prayer Podcast. Richard here, your favorite announcer, hearkening you to season six of the podcast. Fred, your principal reminder, asked me to remind you of a most pressing result of prayer. So to converse with God, Him who we daily design to glorify and serve, and whom we expect daily in some measure to enjoy, and fully and finally, ere it is long, is certainly throughout a way of pleasantness and peace. John Howe, a treatise of delighting in God, and tongue and pen and wit cannot express my joy. Samuel Rutherford the joy, peace, and comfort, in short, the abundant life which sustains the soul of the children of God is developed through daily conversation with Holy God. Let's join with Fred now as he reminds us to pray, pray, and pray. Welcome to the Free Range Preacher on Prayer podcast. My name is Fred, and I am humbled in a joyous and profound way this morning as we come into the paddock. We are here again, and Richard and I are thankful that you have joined us. By God's certain grace, whenever or wherever you are listening, we both truly thank you for returning if you've been here before or giving us a listen for the first time. We are truly moved to do this as a ministry and to do this for the glory of God. And today is one of those times when this devotional, I'm praying, really does move to the glory of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, because he worked in a pretty wondrous way today for your host. That's me, Fred, by the way. He worked in a pretty amazing way, not unique. He has moved in these ways before, but it was just very powerful this morning. Today was worship day. It's Sunday here in my culture. And as I began the day, or as I ended the day last night, I had in mind today uh, just the normal things I would do on a Sunday. And then I woke up this morning, and as I was starting to move around a little bit, all of a sudden I felt very sad and bewildered. And I was sad for no reason. And I was bewildered at that sadness because it had no reason. And it was a pretty confusing start to the morning. And I thought to myself, I was going to skip church. Whenever you're sad or for whatever reason you are sad, you don't feel well. And I thought I would skip church. Even as I thought about that, I was compelled to say to myself, I can't skip church today. So I began my routines. There are several things I have to do now that I didn't have to do when I was younger as far as getting up and getting ready. So I began to do those. But over and over again, my mind, I believe my fleshly mind, kept saying, I'm going to stay home today. I don't want to go out. I'm going to stay home today. And just as persistently, my soul, I believe the new inner man, empowered by the Holy Spirit, moved by God, kept saying, you have to go to church. And even though I didn't feel well, and and I didn't feel well, and for the next two hours as I was getting ready, the battle occurred the whole time. It kept going on all morning long. 
and I got ready because my spirit kept saying, you need to be in church today. I got ready. I went to church. I sat outside the building thinking to myself, I, I'm not going to go in. But then compelled again, I believe, by my inner man, the power of the Holy Spirit, the working of the Holy Spirit, my need, the knowledge of my inner man that I needed to be there. I went inside. I was still bewildered and still under the battle. I wasn't over it at that time. And I went in, I found my seat, I sat down, and all the time I thought, I'm leaving. I was there a little bit early, and I, and I thought, I'm getting up and putting on my coat and leaving. And still, as my mind thought of all the reasons I should walk away, I should get out of church, I wasn't able to leave. My new inner man kept saying, you need to stay. You have to stay. And each Sunday morning, I do begin, when I begin to pray, usually there's something, an attitude or something that I have that's a problem, that's an issue. And as I begin, I pray, Holy God, talk to me today. Give me something today, especially if I have an attitude or if there's something I'm not comfortable with in the morning. I pray, Holy God, I need to hear from you today. Don't let me think about anyone else. Let me think about what you are saying to me. And that keeps us from all kinds of nonsense. But emotionally, my affections, as the Puritans would say, I, I need to know that he's talking to me. And especially this morning, I began to pray that. And still then, my mind was making more and more excuses to leave. And my heart kept saying, you got to stay. Sit down. And the other thing that we need to do when James says that when we have a lack of understanding, we need to pray for wisdom. We really do need to pray for wisdom. And so along with just asking God to talk to me, I was asking him for wisdom about my bewildered and sad heart. I felt awful. And I didn't know why. And my flesh wanted to leave. And I wasn't sure why. But again, I believe, moved by the Holy Spirit, I couldn't leave. I was there. We had a guest preacher this morning, and he began. And I would imagine he's pretty compelling whenever he speaks. But as he was talking today, he was in Nehemiah. We were finishing up Nehemiah. And as he was talking, he talked about, I guess he's a professor of church history. And he was talking about the fact that all his best friends are dead. In, in other words, the people that he read. That also brought me to a kinship with him because those are, the, those, are, those are my favorite people to read as well, as you know if you've been following. And then I began to pray, and you guys know I pray as I listen. I think you know that. And my psalm of the day to pray was Psalm 25. And by the end of the sermon, what the preacher had talked about and what I needed and Psalm 25 all came together in such a providential way, in such a God way, his timing, it brought it all together to a perfect union that lifted up my soul, took away my sorrow, and made me wonder again at God's mysterious working. The psalm begins, To thee, O Yahweh, I lift up my soul. And again, in God's provision, this psalm and the preacher are exactly what my soul needed. And I, 
I can't help thinking what a gracious, marvelous, mysterious God we have who saved us, brought us into that relationship. Because I still don't know why I felt bad. I don't know why I wanted to miss church. But my sincere need for fellowship with the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit constrained me to call out, Lord, I need thee. Talk to me today. Talk to me alone today, if no one else. And I would imagine from the sermon, he talked to all of us today. So I wanted to pray. I wanted to make a a devotional where we prayed through Psalm 25. And I have been asking God would encourage and edify his church, his people all around the world, so that we would glorify him and draw closer to him. Just one quick note, I'm going to begin with verses 16 through 18, because when I got to the end of the psalm, I thought, okay, this is what I was feeling this morning. This is the condition of my heart. And had I known, I would have read that first or prayed that first. So we'll pray that to begin with this morning. Heavenly Father, thank you for this beautiful day. I do bless you. And I bow before you that years ago, my sister Donna, she is enjoying you now in heaven. But she taught me every day, no matter the circumstance, no matter the weather, that it was your day. And it's a beautiful day because it is your day. Thank you, Jesus, for giving thy dull slave exactly what I needed today. Thank you for making me listen. Thank you for that constraint that made me stay in church, go to church, and stay in church. And as I pray, and pray for my brothers and sisters, through your word, turn to me and be gracious to me in this beautiful day. For I am lonely and afflicted. The troubles of my heart are enlarged. Bring me out of my distresses. Look upon my affliction and my trouble, trouble, and forgive all my sins. Holy God, I, I don't know why I felt that way this morning. And even as I'm praying now, that memory of that emotion, I don't understand. But I do pray to Thee, O Lord, I lift up my soul. O my God, in Thee I trust. Do not let me be ashamed. Do not let my enemies exult over me. Even the enemy that is me, holy God, let not the evil one nor sin exult over your slow slave. Indeed, holy God, none of those, sweet Jesus, who wait for thee will be ashamed. Those outside of thy salvation who deal treacherously without a cause, they will be ashamed. But make me know thy ways, O Lord, and teach me thy paths. As I prayed this morning, even praying that for my family as well, make us know thy ways. Holy Yahweh, teach us thy paths. Lead us, and even in thy church now, lead us, no matter how, whoever's listening to this, whenever, no matter how they're feeling, make us know thy ways. Teach us thy paths. Lead us in a truth and teach us, for thou art the God of our salvation. For to thee we wait all the day. Thank you, Jesus, for moving that I do wait for you all the day, every day. Remember, O Lord, thy compassion and thy loving kindnesses, for they have been from old. 
too numerous to count, sweet Jesus. Do not remember the sins of my youth or my transgressions. Not my old sins and not my present sins. According to thy loving kindness, remember thou me for thy goodness' sake, O Lord. And Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, I would pray that for my grandbabies, for all the young people that we have in our lives, Lord, that you would keep them steadfast in you. And as they are going through confusing times, make them steadfast for your sake and your glory to love thee and to look expectantly to thee. Good and upright art thou, Lord, and therefore you do instruct sinners in the way. Thou dost lead the humble in justice and teach the humble thy ways. All the paths of thee, O Yahweh, are loving kindness and truth to those who keep thy covenant and thy testimonies. Help us to cling to those, Lord Jesus. We never do them perfectly. We never do them to our satisfaction. But again, we thank you for your forgiveness. For thy name's sake, for thy glory, Yahweh, pardon my iniquity. Our iniquity is great. Thank you for the blood on the cross, which brings pardon to our iniquities. Help us to know effectively, to understand thy pardon. Who is the man who are the people who fears thee? Thou will instruct us in the way we should choose. Give us ears to hear, holy God, and eyes to see. Help our souls, all of them, abide in the prosperity of thy will and thy goodness. Holy God, I pray specifically for my heritage, but even for all thy people who inherit this earth until you come back. Keep us abiding in your peace, the prosperity of your word. I do thank you, Lord Jesus, that you are mysterious, that we don't understand. You are Yahweh. You are our Father, our Savior, our Sustainer. And thy secret is for us, everyone, for all time who fear thee. Give us that holy fear and help us to know thy covenant, thy promises, what thou hast done for us, and then our power, and then how our souls are moved towards thee. My eyes are continually toward thee, O Lord, the perfect, triune God of the universe. For thou hast plucked my feet out of the net, and thou wilt pluck my feet out of the net, and even all thy children. And especially with my heart, I pray for my young grandbabies. The world is going to be different. It is different now. Sustain them and help them teach them thy word. Make them seek thee with all their heart. And again, we pray, turn to us and be gracious to us. It is the nature of these sinful bodies that we are lonely and afflicted, and the troubles of our hearts are enlarged. They never go away until we get home. But for your purpose, as long as we are here, bring us out of our distresses. I thank you for this morning that you brought me out of my distresses. Thou looked upon my affliction and my trouble. I know thou hast forgiven my sins. As we fight the flesh, the many battles we have to fight, to fight, and as we fight the world, they hate us 
with a violent hatred, hatred, but it's only because they hate you, holy God. The evil one wants the opposite of what you want, and enemies, fleshly or spiritual, would do to us the worst they could do without thy divine protection, even when thou allow enough of those troubles to temper our lives and to make us seek thee more and more. Guard our souls, deliver us. Not let us be ashamed, for we take refuge in thee. Holy God, when we talk to the world and when we tell everyone what thou hast done for our souls, we seek thy protection. And our joy and our faith is in thee, and we take refuge in thee. Thou art our fortress and our shield and our hope. Help us to seek thee continually, taking that refuge, knowing the forgiveness, knowing who we are in Christ, that we would never be ashamed. Holy God, grow us so integrity and uprightness would preserve us. We wait for thee to make us perfect when thou bringest home, until then, help us to grow in integrity and uprightness, so our souls can always rest in thee. Redeem thy people, as thou didst in Israel and all through history. O God, help us to seek thee, even in this flesh, until we go home, and to know that you are redeeming us out of all our troubles. Holy God, again, I thank you for your mysteries and your peace that passes all understanding when we turn and draw to thee. Thank you again for this day. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, move that our devotion would be more full and that in peace we would seek thee. Again, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, this is your will. It is in your word. We know it is your will. And so we pray it in thy Amen. Brethren, let's pray for one another. And I'm going to steal, steal a little bit from Samuel Rutherford. You, brethren, ye have the prayers and blessing of a prisoner of Christ. Thank you for listening. And until next time, again, be blessed.